Hello and welcome to The Pig Edge, Chagas Pig podcast with me, Kieran Carroll, bringing you all the latest news, information and advice to keep Irish pig farmers up to date. And for this episode, we're looking at the outlook in the pig production sector for 2023 with Michael McKeown, Specialist Pig Development Officer at Chagas Moorpark. And I first asked Michael to give us a review of the main issues from 2022. Very, very tough year. It was probably the toughest year in a generation. Um, the major problem was feed, feed ingredients, and that's not going to be a surprise to anybody from the other sectors as well. Uh, this was a problem across all sectors. Um, January 2022, the feed came in actually at a high plateau anyway, a high feed cost plateau. Um, it's due to two reasons, I suppose. The first reason is back in 2020, the wheat harvest on a global basis was poor. And then this was followed up in 2021 with the maize harvest being poor. So feed prices were already high as they come into January 2022. And then obviously with the Ukraine war, this really escalated the prices. So uh, the reason the Ukraine war had such a big effect was that uh, they're the top five for wheat exports and the top five for maize exports. So obviously, when you're taking out the, uh, some of the biggest exporters out of the global market, that is going to have a serious shock on um, the market. And hence, uh, the feed prices were uh, just went up to the roof. How high did they actually go in, in 22? And, and how does that compare with previous highs? They started the year in January at about 382 euros uh, per tonne. And they rose then um, in the springtime and they hit a high then in the year of 476 euros a ton, which is an increase of about 25%. So if you take it uh, on an average basis, uh, the average for the year is about 450 euros a ton or on a cent per kilo basis, 156 cent. So if you think 156 cent, the previous highs we would have seen would have been back in 2012 and 2013, where they're 123 cent a kilo and 135 cent a kilo. So obviously the 156 we had in 2022 is significantly higher than 123 and, and 135. But it's not just the height of the feed cost, it's the escalation, it's the speed of the escalation in the springtime, which really caused a problem. So the price of feed went up by about 77 euros a ton in the space of three months, which is simply unheard of. And that puts serious strain on the cash flows of the pig producers. Okay, yeah. And if we look at today's figures, what, what sort of prices are we looking at for feed ingredients today? Yeah, thankfully it's eased back a bit. Um, even in the last two or three months, it's eased, eased back a bit. If you looked at, say, mid-October, you may remember that there was an explosion on a Russian bridge that went into the Crimea. And this hiked uh, feed ingredient prices at the time. Um, and the, the price of wheat or barley at that stage was probably 350 to 360 euros a ton on the futures, on, on the futures market. Uh, you can buy wheat and barley now for about 310 to 315 here in Ireland. So it dropped probably about 40 euros a ton since the middle of October. And it's the same with maize. Maize has gone maybe from about 340 euros a ton, closer to 300 to 310 euros a ton. So from that point of view, it's good news. Okay, so it's coming down at least anyway, which is good, yeah. yeah. Um, if, if we look then at, at pig price, you know, what, what way was pig price in 22 and, and did it keep track with, with feed prices? Yeah, so pig price, unlike the feed price, pig price started the year at a low ebb. It started the year at about 143 cents a kilo. And obviously with the feed, uh, the feed ingredient prices, the pig price had to rise as well or simply to be nobody in business. But unfortunately, it didn't rise at the same pace. So it rose more on a gradual basis as the year went on. So it started at 170, uh, sorry, 143 cent a kilo in January, as I said. And as the year progressed, then 
it rose and it hit about 210 in September and it has kind of stayed there since then. Um, now, the reason it stalled in September, I suppose, really was the downward pressure from uh, the retail price. So in in, in August, September, uh, there was a realization there that it's going to be a tough winter with energy prices, et cetera. And as a result of that, then they were afraid as consumers weren't going to spend. So the price actually stabilized at that stage and actually fell at that stage slightly. Now, in the last month or two, it has picked up again, but the pig price hasn't moved. So the pig price has stayed at about the 210 to 212 there since September, which is unfortunate because if it had gone another maybe 10 or 12 cents, it would have really got all, all of the pig sector back into a profitable situation. Okay, so all told, a, a loss-making situation. Do we have a, an estimate of the extent of the losses over the over? Yeah, the loss-making situation, serious loss-making situation. Like it's, as I said, it's probably the highest loss-making in a generation, and uh, probably in the last twenty or thirty years, we hadn't seen losses as high. Um, it would have been a loss-making situation. Uh, before the Ukraine war, but then obviously when the Ukraine war, uh, when that broke out and the feed prices uh, skyrocketed, that really um, um, helped to increase the losses then from that. Um, it would have gone, I suppose, what the losses were, it would have gone in the springtime from uh, the average 600 cell unit, losing about 50,000 a month um, to maybe 10 to 12,000 towards the end of the year as, as, as we speak. But the average unit has lost over 400,000 in uh, 2022, in the 12 months of 2022. Now, uh, uh, there's a caveat to that in that they have been fortunate to get um, some uh, some assistance from the Irish government. Uh, there, was, um, uh, there was a PEP scheme, which is a pig exceptional payment scheme. So most producers would have got uh, two payments through that, and that could be anything up to 120,000. So that has helped to ease a little bit of the losses, but still, even with that, the losses are extremely substantial. Yeah, very serious losses, as you say, in a generation. Um, what effect have these had on the national herd? What are we looking at now in terms of sound numbers? Yeah, the national herd, the national herd, actually, the Irish national herd had been extremely stable for the last, probably the last 20 years. If you looked at the herd, it would have averaged around 145,000 sows, would have gone up and down slightly, maybe three or 4,000 sows, e- 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 either side of that, depending on a good year or a bad year. Uh, but this is the first time we've really seen the, the sow numbers being hard hit. So we think there's about 12 to 13,000 sows have, have left the system or are leaving the system at the moment. And that's a permanent destock. They're not coming back into the system. So we think uh, about 20 units, uh, 20 sow units have left the system, which is about 13,000 sows. So we think the um, the national herd size will have fallen from 145, 146,000 back to somewhere around 133,000 sows. Um, so it is a substantial loss. And this will this is the effect of about 6,500 pigs uh, per week less being slaughtered uh, for 2023 okay yeah and, and it's like this is as you say this is an international thing it's affected all all, all sectors and, and all uh areas so the, the european sow herd has, has contracted a bit as well do we have a, an idea or a handle on what countries were the biggest fallers yeah serious serious fall across europe um if you look just even at the six-month survey, so there's a, a, a new survey that's done um at the end of the year in december so it's it's been done actually at, at at the moment all across the EU, and they also do a survey then on some countries and I don't do it in Ireland, but they do it in some countries in uh, mid year. So so they do it again in June, but the drop from last December to June, which is a six month period, the 
the drop in sound numbers was about 280,000, which in a six month period is just absolutely phenomenal. It's huge, huge fall. Um, and it's estimated then if you look at over a two year period. So if you looked at from 20, at the mid 2021 to mid 2023, they reckon that the sow herd will have fallen by 600 to 650,000 sows, which again is just absolutely huge. The biggest fallers there would be the Germans. They obviously had their African swine fever problem, but also the Poles, uh, they had a big herd and that is uh, has 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 fallen rapidly. They think it could be up to 14, 15%. UK herd, they've fallen uh, for 18 to 20% of, of the UK herd, absolutely being dis- uh, uh, devastated. And even the Danish herd, which would have been very resilient, a bit like ourselves, They've fallen anything from 10 to 12% there uh, over the two-year period. So these are very, very big herds across Europe. These are probably three of the top five herds uh, of of the biggest herds across Europe, um, and they have shown serious falls. Okay, that's not good at all, is it? I mean, are there brighter days ahead if we look to 2023? You know, are we yeah. looking at better days ahead? And if so, when are we likely to see improvements? Yes, thank God there is. Uh, thank God the future looks a lot, a lot rosier. Um it would need to after last year we've had, but yes, uh, fortunately the outlook is much much brighter. Now uh, there's a small caveat there: the, the start of the year for 2023 is going to be a little bit tighter. Feed prices are estimated that they might go uh, 15 euros a ton, and the pig price for January February is always very weak. So hopefully it it will hold. But generally, as the year goes on, then uh, um, the profitability is going to improve. And really, it's down, I suppose, to two main things. One, the shortshire pigs will uh, across Europe will really start to bite in the second quarter. So if you look at from the April to June uh, to June period, it's really going to start to bite then and, and will continue on then for the rest of the year. Um, I mentioned the 280,000 sows that had been lost through the system from last January to June from January 2022 to June 2022. So really, if you think a lot of those sows would probably have been lost when the feed ingredient prices hiked in March and April. So the output from those sows won't be felt on the European markets. Uh, so the loss of those of, of, the, of the progeny from those sows will only start to be fed uh, felt on the market uh, probably February, March kind of time. So really, it's from March onwards that we're going to see the shortage of pigs in the European system. And that's really going to start to push uh, the pig price higher uh, than where it is at the moment. Um, we've even seen that even the Danes had a pig census there recently, uh, the pig census in October. And their pig census was showing that the the number of finishers that they had in their finisher houses at the time was down nearly 12%. So that's one of the biggest herds in Europe. So if they're down 12%, you can see then the supply of pigs into the pig meat market is going to be a lot, lot tighter. Um, the other thing probably looking forward in 2023 is the feed side of things. So thankfully, we had a very, very good autumn uh, for winter planting. As we all know, the autumn was really, really mild. Uh, the temperatures were very good. There's a lot of moisture around, very little frost. So the winter crops really got um, well established. And as a result of that, generally, when the winter crops get well established, it's, a, it's, it, it, it's an indicator that the yields are going to be really, really good. So the Germans and the French, like uh, the big growers, uh, they're reporting that the crops are looking really, really well. So that's good news from that point of view. The other thing is that the Brazilian crop has also just been planted or uh, the, finishing the, planted, uh, the finishing planting of the soya crop. And that's about 95% now has been planted. And the moisture levels in the ground are reasonably good. They're very happy. It's been planted on time and early uh, uh, to a certain degree. It, it would be ahead of the, 
five-year average. So as a result of that, the Brazilians are expecting that the crop should be a bumper crop. Now, it'll depend on drought situation as they get nearer harvest time in January and February time. But as it stands at the moment, they're expecting the crop to be really, really good. And they had originally forecast 144, 145 million tonnes and they think it could even go up to 150 million tons. Now, look, that's a caveat there. It's only after being planted, but still a good start and all that is a good sign. So the two things in summary, I suppose, a, the shortshire pig meat on the European market is going to really start to kick in from second quarter on. And hopefully the expectation of a good harvest across Europe is going to start to reduce the feed ingredient prices more as we get into the middle of the year. So yeah, the uh, the outlook is a bit rosier, all right. That's good, good to hear. Yeah, and I suppose you know it's great to be talking about returning to profitability again. And I suppose when when we in Chagas look at profitability, we we often talk about margin over feed. Are there any forecasts, or have you a forecast with your crystal ball there for what margin over feed in twenty twenty two? Yeah, the crystal ball at times gets a bit cloudy, but um, I think the margin over feed will be around sixty one cent um, for the year. Now, as I said, the first half of the year won't be as good as the second half of the year. The second half of the year, as the year goes on, profitability uh, will improve. So the first half of the year from January to June, we're probably looking at somewhere around 51 cent a, ki- uh, cent a kilo and the second half then 71 cent a kilo. So overall as an average, 61 cent a kilo. So this would be the year as a whole would show um, a moderate profitability. But as I said, as we get into the second quarter and the third quarter of the year, the profitability hopefully is going to rise and rise. Okay, yeah, well, that, that, that's great to hear, and fingers crossed for that to happen. Um, do you know, talking to farmers and things like that, what, will this have an impact? Will it stabilize the sow herd, do you think? Yeah, I think it will. Um, I think the units that have been struggling have probably destocked already. Um, the units that are there now, or the sow herds that are there now, uh, they're going to stay into it now because with the expectation of profitability coming along, um, there's no reason why they would destock at the moment. Um, it would be in their interest to stay in and try and really reap some of the benefit from that. So I think the Irish herd will stabilize there at 133, 135,000 sows, uh, which is good news um, because the we really don't want another drop off 10 to 12% that we've seen already um, because the Irish herd generally is a small enough herd and if it started to fall too much, uh, it could affect the, uh, the economies of scale of, of the herd as a whole. So we want to hold it where it is at, at the bare minimum. And hopefully in the next couple of years, it might start to grow back again. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. So overall, we're, we're looking at a much better outlook for 2023 and maybe into 2024, do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think the shortage of pygmies will be felt really well into 2024 because it takes 12 months to change uh, the output and so uh, by the time you serve a sow and by the time the progeny that sow hits the market it's about 12 month period of time so there's nobody at the moment will be expanding and really it's going to be the middle of this year at least until people see what way feed ingredient prices are going so even if there was a um, restoration or um an expansion again of, of the European sow herd. It's really going to be the middle of the year and probably more the end of the year before we see that. So if you roll on then that the shortage is going to be 12 months after that uh, before there's any change in the shortage, it's really going to be the mid to probably the end of 2024 before we see any change in the pig supply. So really uh, a supply of pig meat for 2023 and 2024 is actually going to be very tight. And it's not just in Europe, it's the same in the US as well. The US herd 
has has contracted as well in, in the last two years. So there's not going to be any huge expansion from the US herd either. Um, and that's going to mean from an export point of view, there's going to be uh, there's not going to be any um, source of cheap pig meat uh, there to go into Asia. So if they're looking for pig meat, they're going to have to pay for it. Um, which is good news from that point of view. Feed obviously is the unknown then, um, but if the crops are good, as we said from the winter time, uh, uh, from the winter planting, then that means hopefully that the yields are going to be good next harvest. And if the yields are good harvest uh, next harvest, that will mean then that the feed prices, as we as we go into the next cycle there into early twenty twenty four, will be more moderate, and that should put downward pressure on it and help the profitability as well. Now, after that, then it's really down to Ukrainian situation and the geopolitical situation after that. But from the fundamentals of the pig meat supply and the feed supply, certainly the outlook for 2023 is very good and really into 2024 and well into 2024, the outlook is 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 very good. But that comes with a small caveat of the geopolitical situation at the moment. Unfortunately, uh, uh, we're not quite sure what's going to happen on that side of things. Okay, we'll focus on the positive. Michael, that's some great information there today. Uh, thanks for taking the time to join us. Thank you. No problem at all. That's it for the latest episode of The Pig Edge, and my thanks to Michael McKeown for joining me on the show. Don't forget to tune into The Pig Edge for all your pig production news and to rate, review, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a show. And for more information on farming, go to chagas.ie. I'm Kieran Carr, and thanks for listening. <laughs>